0: Did you know that the Florida Gators have one of the best pass rushers, edge rushers in the country this year? We're going to talk about that here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators. Your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. To another bonus episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Friday evening. This is the last of the two-a-days this week. This is probably the last episode this week, unless there's some news this weekend. But next week, we're right back to two-a-days leading up to the Utah game. Today, though, I did want to talk about the edge rushers, but I'm taking a little bit of a different approach, and I've been talking generally just about, like, starters. Back, of, I'm, I'm spending this whole first time talking about Prince William on because truly, an, an elite pass rusher that should come into his own this season. He really stepped up once Brenton Cox Jr. was off the team last year. I don't think that was necessarily like, Brenton Cox is gone now all of a sudden it, it, it's everybody playing better i think that was just you know princely had to step into a bigger role and and things just worked out that way i think he just identified okay like i can't be the guy i can't be the number 2 guy anymore i'm going to play a little bit more jack here to wrap up the year and that's what happened and and i've talked about princely before i talked about him hell i talked about him last night on talking sauce i I've, I've talked about this story before I was at the Senior Bowl this past year, and I had multiple scouts, Brown scouts, Lions scouts, going, that 33 is the best defender on this football team. Last year, so including Ventrell Miller, Amari Burney, including Jervon Dexter, who was a second-round pick, they think Princely Uman is better than all of them. So Princely has... Expectations right now in the NFL. I think after this year, he's going to be gone to the NFL because, I mean, he's on the senior bowl watch list, which means he's probably going to get an invite to Mobile because he has just the athletic profile where even if he doesn't have a great year, just knowing Jim Nagy, he's going to send that invite to Prince Leumann Mielin. He's got the SEC pedigree, multiple years of experience. He's got the spin move. he's, He's got some traits that NFL teams are going to want to see. So Prince Oman I will say if he declares for the draft, he's probably going to be in Mobile for the senior bowl. But looking at what Princely actually does as a pass rusher, like not even talking about the defense. Yes, the scheme is going to open up more one-on-ones for pass rushers. And when you have a good pass rusher like Prince Oman Mielen, you expect him to win those battles. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the actual traits that he possesses that you watch him play football and you go, He's gonna be in the NFL, and he's probably going to be an impact player in the NFL. I mean, for I mentioned his spin move already. For me, that's his best move. I like I've I did it a couple months ago at this point. Where I was like, hey, princely spin move is elite. I would love to see him add a little bit to the repertoire. That was what I said. I said I would like to see him add a little half spin move, just to just add another thing that defenses have to respect or that offensive tackles have to respect, especially when you have a good spin move. If you can add a good half spin, congratulations, you're going to have double-digit sacks every year. But one thing that princely has been working on that is my favorite pass rush move is the long arm. And I, like the long arm is something that I, I'm not going to pretend like. It's always been my favorite. It's been my favorite since I've seen it because I, I saw Khalil Mack do it. That was the first time I ever identified what the long arm was. And I love it. Like, it does help, especially when you actually do have very long arms because it makes an offensive lineman, it makes it more difficult for an offensive lineman to get his hands on your chest and control you because you're keeping that distance. It, it's converting speed to power. And we talk all the time, at least in the draft community where I got started covering football. When we talk about just, just player and evaluating these edge guys, A lot of it is, can you convert speed to power? We'll see if Princely can do it against starter quality offensive tackles. It's not something that he really did much last year. So we'll see him do that, but it's great for him because he's a pretty athletic guy. So for him, when you're an athletic edge rusher, a lot of times you like to get around offensive tackles. If you can, you like to go to the outside and beat them that way. And when they have to defend you to the outside when when you're working around, they've got to drop back and they have to be in their pass set. The fun part about the long arm is while you look like you're trying to get around the edge and they drop back into their set, that's when you put your arm right on them. right, Right? Just right. And you just move them. You get low. You drive your feet and you push them back because they're already off balance trying to get into their set. So when you time that properly, you look like you're going around the edge and then you just right into them. That's how you win that one. That's how you win with that long arm because I, it it is a power move as it gets. It's not the bull rush where you're just completely trying to manhandle. No, it's about finesse timing. And again, converting that speed to power like that speed around the edge to just powering through with the long arm so if princely can get that long arm going because i don't i'm we're not going to have his measurements until it's draft time really but he looks like he's got very long arms so if he can get that long arm going and just constantly just keep offensive tackles not being able to get their arms on not being able to get their hands on his chest He's going to cause hell for offensive tackles. So, Princely's everything shaping up for a big year for Princely, who me this year. And I, I can't wait to see him actually play this coming week. I think he's going to have a little bit of fun, especially working at Jack. Don't forget, he's going to be dropping back into coverage every now and then. That's going to be a thing that we saw it last year. We're going to see it this year. Princely in the spring game started off the spring game dropping back three of the first four plays, if I'm not mistaken. So, that's going to be something that you see, but you're also going to see quite a few other players contributing this year in the edge room. Before I talk about them though, I am going to talk to you guys about game time because we're less than a week away from the Florida Gators taking on the Utah Utes six days at this point. If you're still looking for tickets this late, if you're going to be in salt Lake city, game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. The game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. And if you buy tickets with game time and then find tickets in the same section and row for less Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Pretty damn good deal, right? I used it a couple weeks ago to catch Braves at Mets. Uh, Sango was pitching, and I, I hadn't seen him pitch yet, and, and I, I love just his style, so had to see it. He was electric. I loved it, and the Mets won, so I'm not going to complain. Snag tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code Locked College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. That code, there it is locked on college for $20 with game time. So download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Thanks again for making locked on gators your first listen of the day every day. And then thank you for tuning into two a days because that, that's where we're at. And it's almost football season. And I cannot wait for this game already. But before we talk about the rest of that, we are looking at the rest of this edge group. So Tyreek Sap. Jack Pyburn, Kelby Collins, TJ Searcy are the four that I think we're going to see play the most of these other edges. Jack Pyburn, I know, had the big scrimmage game after Justice Boone, or the big scrimmage after Justice Boone went down with with his torn ACL, and Jack Pyburn took off, and it was like, oh, Jack Pyburn had three sacks, and he had a great game. That's awesome. Like, like if you can be that kind of pass rusher, you're going to find playing time. I personally don't care what you did in a scrimmage, especially when I'm the type where I'm like, a Florida Gators offensive line, I don't think they're going to be good in pass protection. So if you can get sacks against them in the scrimmage especially, that's not that impressive to me. But if you can do that in a game, I don't need you to get three sacks. If you could just be a pass rusher, if you get three pressures a game, I'm happy with it. I don't need you just living in the backfield. I need you just making enough plays to be threatening. So if Jack Piper can do that, hell yeah. Love it. Kelby Collins, TJ Searcy, true freshman. I, I think that Kelby has a better shot to play right away. Kelby was one of the highest rated commits in the class, if not the highest rated in the class for 2023. Uh, he, it was a, a Florida, Alabama, like like this was Billy Napier going into Alabama and taking a guy that Nick Saban wanted. This is one of the biggest recruiting wins that the Florida Gators have had with Billy Napier. So, Kelby Collins, I think he's going to play a bit early. TJ Searcy, another guy that's probably going to play a bit early. There is a ton of youth and very little experience here behind Prince Leoman on That's a good thing and a bad thing. Because, yeah, a ton of youth. We're going to see these guys, and maybe one of them's just a complete diamond that we weren't expecting. True. Maybe they're not. There's that. But odds are, I feel like four people, you might get one of them be great. You're not going to get all four of them being bad. So you're going to find out who is your big-time players here, and, and you'll get that from Tyreek Sapp, Jack Pyburn, and Kelby Collins, TJ Searcy early on. Very little experience. Yeah, Tyreek Sapp's the most experienced. Jack Pyburn is not. Kelby Collins, TJ Searcy, true freshman. However, guess what? The only way to get experience is, is by going out there and doing the damn thing so for me i get it like very little experience it is a a bit of a knock because you're like well early on might be some mental errors might be some whatever technical errors yeah but the only way to correct those is by actually playing so get them out of the way now and then you will have guys with more experience because they will be more experienced themselves Justice Boone was supposed to be a big part of this defensive plan, he was supposed to be the defensive end starting opposite Prince Lee Amami-Ellen, but is unfortunately going to miss the rest of the season after getting hurt in one of the scrimmages. Tyreek Sapp is, is the guy here that, for me, and I've I've said this since, as long as I can remember, really, he's always seemed like a more natural fit as a defensive end, like the F is Florida's defensive end spot. There's Jax, the stand-up edge rusher. F is the defensive end spot. I felt like Tyreek Sapp's always been more of an F build and skill set, but they've had him in at three tech, which is defensive tackle. But yeah, I've, I've always felt like Tyreek Sapp's been best suited to be an F defensive end that can bounce into three tech that can bounce out to the stand-up edge rusher role and kind of be used in a versatile way. I think we get to see that now because again, he was mostly playing three tech more than anything else. He was mostly playing defensive tackle more than anything else. With Justice Boone being hurt, that gets Tyreek Sapp back on the edge. So that gets Tyreek Sapp at the F, and and we're going to see him get to work that way. So I think that Princely is going to be great this year. Tyreek Sapp, I'm excited to see what he can be because I I think now he's going to play in his natural spot. And then you've got three very young edge guys in Jack Pyburn, Kelby Collins, and TJ Searcy that Again, if like at least one of them has to really separate themselves from the pack, most likely being Jack Pyburn based on what we've heard in Fall Camp and just having at least a little bit of experience. But either way, it's a fun group that I can't wait to see. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free. Wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back Monday, and it'll be game week. But like it, I get it. Now we're less than a week away, so it's a kind of game week. Monday will be. The Florida Gators play football this week, and I cannot wait for it. So freaking stoked. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with the whole nine sports, Giants country, NFL 33, and I'll see you all Monday.